0: To learn more, visit naturesway.com pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st.
1: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine.
0: Curious about queer sexuality, cruising, and expanding your horizons? Hit play on the sex-positive and deeply entertaining podcast, Sniffy's Cruising Confessions. Join hosts Gabe Gonzalez and Chris Patterson-Rosso as they explore queer sex, cruising, relationships, and culture in the new iHeart podcast, Sniffy's Cruising Confessions. Through candid conversations with guests intimate revelations from their lives and sexpert guidance Sniffy's cruising confessions will broaden minds and help you pursue your true goals you can listen to Sniffy's cruising confessions sponsored by gilead now on the iHeartRadio radio app or wherever you get your podcasts new episodes every thursday
3: when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: I want to introduce my guest today. She's a friend of mine. We've known each other for a few years now, and I really respect and love her work and she is a pioneer and she does things for the first time for a lot of people she's an actress she's a producer she's a writer and a creator she is an author and she has a recurring role on the second season of Dollface. oh i'm excited to see that thank you i make out with people oh what a surprise another girl it's not you i'm sorry Uh, no no that's fine that's fine actually since i'm straight you also have a first look deal at Universal Television Alternative Studio, and your production company is called Unicorn Island Productions, and, and you're developing a Netflix series with Kenya Barris. Ooh, that looks good. And you have a new book that is about to be released, or about to be announced, or released? Announced. Announced. And you may or may not learn the title of that during this episode. <laughs> it's called Be a Triangle.
4: You may, you may, you may learn the title of the book. It is called. Being hey, Tried I didn't to- even
0: introduce you yet. Can you please oh, sh- shut the fuck up? Sh- <laughs> please welcome Lily Singh. Hi, Yay! I'm so excited to. Here. Oh, I'm so excited. You're my queen. Oh, baby. Baby, we Love you. <laughs> You're my queen. I'm so excited She just to put her here. tongue in my mouth. Absolutely. again. Absolutely. This is th- the second time I that's happened. I will do it every time. Oh. COVID well, you know, can't stop me. The last time we kissed, it was a, just supposed to be a little kiss like that, and then you slipped me the tongue. Yeah. Like three or four times. That was the plan. I'm so excited to see you. We actually have a little kind of circle of friends in common. Yes, absolutely. And um, when did I see you last at Charlize's event?
4: Charlize's event, and you gave me some great advice about getting in shape that I took.
0: Oh, What? Tell yes, me. You were like
4: just smaller meals and you also, because I believed for so long, so a little bit of backstory, I've never been fit in my life. I've always really struggled to, to, to be fit and take care of my body because I've always focused on my career and deteriorated my body and health. <laughs> but when I met Chelsea last, she said, listen, you don't have to do cardio all day long. She used to tell me you don't do cardio, you lift weights, you're consistent, you eat smaller meals. You just made it sound so attainable for me. Since then, I've literally lost 20 pounds.
0: Oh, I kid you not. What have you and what have you been doing? So I have been intermittent
4: fasting. Mm -hmm. I've been doing low carb and I've been just changing my diet to make better choices and doing weightlifting whenever I
0: can. And how do you feel mentally?
4: I feel mentally phenomenal. I feel like my confidence and it wasn't even just about how I looked. I want to emphasize that I was always really happy with how I looked. I thought my body's my body and I love it. But now it's just like the energy I have and the confidence I feel and the clarity I have in my mind, and all that stuff. And you really did inspire me.
0: Oh, well, I'd love yeah. to hear that. And you know what? I just want to say that. I want to reiterate that because when people think about dieting and then people think of it externally, but it does change your mental 100%. clarity. It changes your energy levels. It changes your happiness levels, your endorphins. You know, when you feel good and you wake up and you're not exhausted mm-hmm. and you have even energy throughout the day, it's it's a great feeling like, because you feel like you can almost do anything.
4: I would pick that over the superficial stuff any day. Yeah. If you had to say when you when you do this right, you'll either feel good inside or I thought I'd be like inside, inside. I want to feel good inside. Because now when I walk up the stairs, I'm not sweating.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm sweating, but for other reasons. I'm not really sure why. I'm always sweating. Maybe <laughs> it's because you
4: have a joint in your mouth.
0: It's Well, that doesn't really make you sweat. I mean, from somebody... I'm trying have, to
4: be relatable with drugs. I don't know how it feels. I, okay, I, so. I know, I know. I was
0: just about to say, have you ever smoked a joint? And Who sweats when they smoke a joint?
4: I only had two experience. One is I got really high for the first time and it was horrible and I tripped out so bad. And the second time... You should time have
0: was, been with me. I would have never you, let that when I, to And you. then when
4: I went to your tour, you gave me, you gave me an edible. And you told me to take half of it. And did you? I took one quarter of it. And what happened? <laughs> I felt
0: nothing. Okay, well, that's because there's that's like one milligram. But anyway... If you want to get high again, I do. If you I'll ever text you do, later. I will arrange what you're gonna take. Okay, amazing. I'm, I am the everyone best...
4: says these words to me. You should know. <laughs> oh, they do? Snoop Dogg was also like, okay, I'll get you high. I'm like, no, you Snoop... are not getting me Dogg... high, sir. Let me tell you Mr. Story about... Snoop Dogg. Snoop
0: Dogg came to do my show once and the building that we operated the show out of smelled like marijuana yeah. until the next <laughs> fall.
4: Yep. He came to my show, and the green room was basically a hot box situation. And then on the way out, he just took a poster off the wall of me
0: and took it home. Oh, I love him. <laughs>
4: yeah, he's amazing. But I was like, "Sir, you will not be getting me high."
0: You know who get who also has great weed is Wiz Khalifa. He has the best weed. I feel like I would die. Yeah, we were once at a dinner, and Shania Twain wanted to. Ha- we were all smoking okay, a joint. Okay, you're famous. And, well, it was in my dinner that I was filming for Netflix, so I'm not name-dropping because it was an actual TV show. So shut it down. It was Shania (laughs) Twain. I think I've told the story on this podcast, but Shania Twain, Jill Scott the guy from Imagine Dragons and Wiz Khalifa and Shania Twain. I smoked one hit of it, walked into the bathroom in one of my guest rooms and couldn't find my way back to my house. I was like, what <laughs> room am I in? And where? And when I came out, Shania, I was like, Shania here. We passed the joint to her and she's like, oh no, I don't touch the stuff. I'm like, you need it more than any of us. You better fucking smoke this now. Yeah. My
4: first experience was horrible. I forgot. I I was convinced that my tongue wouldn't fit in my mouth anymore. So so I was high and I was like, and I couldn't remember to put my tongue back in my mouth. It wouldn't fit in my brain. It wouldn't fit.
0: Yeah. yeah well, you know what? Cannabis isn't for everybody. Yeah.
3: I'll, I'll just take vodka shots. I'm fine with that.
0: Um, Catherine, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing great. I'm I'm doing very great. Oh
0: wow! It sounds like you're about to climax. <laughs>
3: It's like That's fall. how you sound when you're about to. This I say, is splendid. Yeah,
0: I, I go, this is great. This is lovely. This is, I'm feeling very great. And I go, ah! <laughs> That's yeah, how I feel. i just feeling climax. happy.
3: It's like sweater weather finally. I know. It's
0: so nice that it's not so hot. I yeah.
4: hate it. I'm wearing a sweater and a jacket. <laughs> Chelsea's wearing
0: a t-shirt and a thong. I'm just yeah. wearing a thong. Yeah. Thank
3: you. I got to wear like vampy lipstick. It's like fully fall. Or I'm I'm making myself believe it's fully fall, even though it'll probably ni- be ninety this weekend.
0: I like have people who take seasons seriously, <laughs> especially in LA where there are none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all are really
3: hoping for the seasons. I was here. on the
0: East Coast and I was like, we were in Maine and I was like, oh, the smell of the sea, like that is my that is my like home, you mm-hmm. know, that is my special spot. And I and like fried clams and just being on the water by a wharf. eating and i I was like oh the east coast and the leaves were changing and i'm like i love it here and my boyfriend was like oh my god you are totally like you have this energy about you that you feel like i could see it he's Mm -hmm. like this is your spot i'm like yeah the east coast is my spot anyway but that's why i live in los angeles
3: (laughs) so what do we have on tap for today Catherine? Oh, we have a theme of major life transitions, some career changes, engagements, or maybe broken engagements, and coming out or opening up to family. It's a lot. Y'all really so. catered this to me, huh? Yeah, Like, yeah. let's we get, get it up here, folks.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. We want to curtail our episodes to our that. very special guests. I
3: appreciate that so much. <laughs> Great. And let's just take a quick break, and we'll come back with some callers.
0: needed most to learn more visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code chelsea10 at the checkout for 10% off any pearls probiotics terms and conditions apply valid through july 31st
5: happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop
0: Okay, we're back, you guys. We're back from our commercial break with my dear friend Lily Sane. Who I just love because oh, I just love your energy. Oh my god, thank you. I love your, your energy. And your upbeat attitude thank and your you. beautiful smile and all of it. I drink a lot of energy drinks.
4: What kind? I'm they don't sponsor me, so I can't say. So
0: you can't say. So we'll never <laughs> we'll never fucking know. I love how that's how our our behavior is now. I when know. people are like, What do you use for your skin? I'm like, I won't tell you. <laughs> I won't tell you Get until that they pay bang. me. Okay, so we're going to start with some callers and we're going to give them some feedback. Who do we have,
3: Catherine? What's going on? Our first email today comes from Jeremy. He says, Dear Chelsea, so like so many people right now, I'm out of work. I'm a singer and an actor and I've done shows in New York and tours and cruise ships. And before this pandemic hit, I was so excited about where my career was headed. Then everything stopped. So I panicked and went back to college. By going back, I realized that there is life beyond my career. I don't want to give up on my dreams, but I also don't want to be stuck in a position again where I have no work. I just don't know what the right thing is to do. Any advice you have for me in this career transition would be so appreciated. Thanks from a big fan, Jeremy.
0: Okay, is Jeremy here?
3: He's not. This one's just an email.
0: Oh, God. I wish I understood how this podcast worked. (laughs)
3: Whenever I ask for
0: the caller, they're not there. And then whenever I respond like it's a write in, they're on the phone. You're doing great. They're I on think the you're Zoom. Doing amazing Thank screen. you. Thank yeah. you. Lily, do you want to start with yeah, us? Yeah,
4: I, I, listen, I relate to the struggle so, so hard as someone who also was like, I want to make art and I'm creative. And my Indian parents were like, shut the F up. That's not going to happen. That's not a real job. Get a real job. So here, here's my advice. I think you live in a very, very unique time where there's so many opportunities to create things. We live in a very privileged time in that way, right? There's so many platforms, there's so many ways to avoid the gatekeepers, make your own stuff, build a following, however, that takes time and energy, a lot of hustle and a lot of opportunity. So what I did is, I had a job. I hustled really hard to on the side, also do my art, also work on it, learn to edit, learn to shoot, learn how to do comedy. I had two full-time jobs for a really long time And that's how I built my audience. I'm going to say you don't have to follow the conventional. Like, I need to get hired as an actor to do this anymore. Make your own sketches. Create your own content. And I think the opportunity for that today is better than ever before.
0: Is he an entertainer? Is that what he said? Yeah, he's an actor and a singer. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is the best time in the world. TikTok, baby. Yeah, tickety talk. (laughs) <laughs> get on it.
4: Yeah. But it's not easy. I think a lot of people think like, oh, I'll just post some videos and get right. a following. It's, it's a lot of work. But if you want it, get the job that pays the bills and then do the job you love when you have the the time after the job that pays the bills.
0: Yeah. But I also would say like if you made the effort to go to school and you're into school, you can do all of it at the same time. Right. Like get the education you want and then supplement it with all of this stuff, because it's going to be a huge learning curve anyway to learn how to like, you know, register on TikTok, on social media, in acting, in all of that stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to make your mark. So it's going to be a learning curve anyway. So why not also be supplementing that with an education?
4: I also think and this is like a nerdy thing, but I think school is dope. I miss school.
0: I wanna go to I have, would like to go to college. I would yeah. like
4: to go to school. I think when I was in school, I'm like, uh but now I'm like, I would love to go to I school. would like
0: to go live on campus, 100%. be in a fraternity and a sorority because I would like to tell men what the fuck they're doing wrong <laughs> and try and change the trajectory of their bad behavior. 100%. And I would also like to be involved in sorority t- life so that I can steer girls towards having a little bit more self-esteem, a little bit more self-confidence and not taking any fucking shit. That's right. So anyway, that's a side note. We both want to go back to college.
4: A fun fact to, to wrap this all up is as a Canadian, I didn't think sororities and fraternities I thought they were only in (laughs) movies until I was in my mid-20s.
0: They actually shouldn't. You know, it is kind of an They're antiquated. They're kind of messed up. It's an antiquated notion because, you know, it's just exclusionary. It's excluding yeah, so many it's people. it's mean because
4: people don't get in.
0: Right. And so forget haze. it. I yeah. don't want to be in a fraternity. I don't want to be in a sorority. <laughs> what I really want to do is just go back to college. But the thing is, if I went back to school, I would end up having an inappropriate relationship with somebody that was 18 or 17. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. illegal. Mm-hmm. 17 mm-hmm. is illegal. I know yeah. that. And is eight, Isn't 18 illegal? 18 is not illegal. 18 is legal. But You
4: can have a relationship with an 18-year-old, but 18 can't drink here
0: that's right okay yeah america hello are you just learning that
4: <laughs> the legal age for us is 19 the in drinking Canada.
0: age in, in america is 21 but that's years ridiculous old. you can
4: do anything else before no 21. shit
0: sherlock our country <laughs> is fucking upside down and twisted New americans i tell you i know canadians is where it's at that's 100%. why that's why i'm gonna marry lily so i can We're get better. my canadian citizenship i brought the ring <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know, careers in general, I feel when I was growing up, I had this very linear idea of what my career in life would be. I would go to school, get a piece of paper that said I was good at something, get a job, do that job forever, and that was going to be my life. That's not real life. That's not real life at all. I got a psych degree, which I... It's a paperweight right now in my house. I, I didn't know you had a
0: psych degree. See?
4: It's useless. I never
0: use it. <laughs> but that's cool. That's not useless. That's but here's
4: cute. the thing about psych is that you do all this reading and studying and at the end of the 50-page chapter it goes, but also none of this may be true.
0: That's what I can't get on board with. Well, what do you mean? It can't They'll have
4: all these theories about like why they think people behave that way. Uh-huh. And then the last paragraph of the book will be like, but also this is all up for debate and may not actually be accurate It's true. all
0: conjecture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? or but yeah, right. Maybe well.
4: I use my psych degree a little bit. Like, like when I'm flirting to try to trick people. I don't know. Anyways, but the point I'm making is I got a psych degree. I thought I was going to be a counselor. Can you believe that? And then I discovered YouTube and I made YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, I guess. Yeah. And then from there, I wrote a book and I was like, oh, I guess I'm an author. And then from there, I went on a tour and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a performer. And then I got a late night show and I thought, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. The point I'm making is my career has changed so many times and each time I was so sure this is the thing I'm doing forever. And then life slaps you across the face and you realize that You don't have to narrow yourself into one direction. You can do it all, Mm -hmm. and you can do all the things that you think are interesting, and life will probably force it to be that way.
0: Yeah, I think anytime you think you're set up for something and it's going to be for a long time, life throws you a Mm curveball. I I know, because for my experience, it's like I always go into things thinking, oh, fuck, how long is this going to go on for? (laughs) Like, it's the opposite thing. Like, I don't like to be, I have a commitment, I'm commitment-phobic in that way with with regard to career and like signing a contract for more than two years like I'm like oh no 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 I don't know if I'm going to want to be in this country (laughs) I don't know if I want to still live in LA and I don't want to be beholden to anyone you know I have major issues about that like I need freedom to move around bounce around whenever I want so I have kind of the opposite thing with you but again in multiple different ways like doing so many different things when I feel them you know obviously that's a luxury to have and not everybody starts out their career like that but the more of a foundation you lay Mm -hmm. the more options you have later on down the road. So, you know, having an education, having talent, having all these different modes of making money and making income and attracting people to you is always going to pay back in spades. So
4: I also think another big thing is you can't grow and stay the same like that can't happen. And I think with late night for me, I was so excited about late night. And I really believe I can do anything after that because it was so exhausting in every single way and I just feel like everything I do now is a breeze to be honest (laughs) but when I did Late Night I was like okay this is a historic thing this is for representation you know the Mm, first woman in 30 years you know I'm the first Indian woman but then when I was in that environment I think something changed within me when I thought I could be moving the needle in a better more effective way i learned the tools i learned from late night but i very quickly learned that i was only going to be able to do so much in that setup and now i have ambitions to be the person who makes the decisions about the representation, not just the shiny person that is the representation. And so I feel like everything happens for a reason and when your career shifts, it's because you're meant to do something else mm-hmm. and you're meant to contribute in a different way. That's what I'm telling myself.
0: But that's also what we talk about on this podcast a lot is like, instead of resisting the change, accepting the change right. and going, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is over, this doesn't work for me or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and moving on to the next thing with the same amount of enthusiasm, right. the same amount of interest, knowing that, you know, instead Instead of looking in the rearview mirror, which so many people are so guilty of, Mm -hmm. like, I wish I could have, should have, would have, it's over. It doesn't matter. You cannot change history. So it's better to just move forward with 150% of enthusiasm and being like, okay, I'm going to nail this. And then everything kind of always ends up lining up for you in the right way. 100%. 100%.
4: I completely agree. Thus far, you have a 100% survival rate of surviving every (laughs) single thing that has happened in your life. 100%. You've gone through every single thing.
0: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that's a great point. I'm going to start making it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Remember, we had our first late-night kiss at the beginning of your show. We did? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, Lily was like, And then we had, like, 20
4: others off-camera. Well,
0: yeah, because Lily (laughs) wouldn't leave me alone. She wouldn't get off my jock. so (laughs) typical.
4: Chelsea always comes through, no matter what I (laughs) ask her. Literally, no matter what I ask I was like, Chelsea, I need you to come to my show. I need to kiss someone. She's like, cool, be there. I'll be there. I'll be there on Tuesday. (laughs) She's a real one, a real one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I try. Yeah, I had a mint that day out of respect for our situation. (laughs) I would never do that for my boyfriend. That's really nice of you because I did not. I know. Last night we were flying home from New York, and my boyfriend was like, "Just my breath smell." I'm like, "I don't know, honey. I just keep my mask on all the time because I love the smell of my own breath." I'm <laughs> Isn't like, that so weird? We're <laughs> disgusting. We're all disgusting. We're, no, but we're all so disgusting that I don't want to smell other people anymore. I just I'm going to continue wearing that mask for years because I like my breath, and well, it mostly smells like cannabis, but that is a smell that comforts me, and I like my mask smell. So the other day I took someone's mask to borrow, like a friend of mine was like, "Here," that and I. Sick. Yeah, of course. I was like, how do I get Delta, the Delta variant quickly? And they gave it to me and I was like, oh, no, thank you. I don't like that smell.
4: The biggest joke of this entire situation is you're supposed to wash your mask every time you use it. Oh, Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. That's ridiculous. Let's let's just settle the down. The disposable
0: here. ones? Those little blue and white ones? Are you, you supposed wear to the disposable ones? I wear those, yeah. Those like, you know, doctor ones. Not the K95s, but the little thin blue and really? white ones. Oh no, I have my own cloth mask. No, no, yes. Yeah, I'm not no. I keep thinking it's gonna be over any okay, day. You need so. to just
4: wake up and get with the times. It's never over. Okay. It's never getting over.
0: It's the pandemic. Yes.
4: Forever. forever ever,
0: ever, <laughs> ever. I don't know if you can afford that sample. I'm so sorry if you can't. Okay. I'm, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. It's a yeah. podcast. Chelsea's Why so wouldn't rich. we be able to? Chelsea's really I like to? I like the idea of putting in my own money to buy the, to li- <laughs> the licensing rights for my podcast. iHeart doesn't do it. I have to put up the money. I'm like, hey, guys, I want to buy this song for 50 grand. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, I hope that helps you. Touch base with us and let us know what happens. Jeremy, go, Jeremy. Go. Okay,
3: who do we have next? <laughs> okay, our next caller is Tara. She's 40 and she lives in California. She says, Dear Chelsea, I'm 40 years old and I have been married for 15 years to my high school sweetheart. We've been together for the better part of 25 years, but when I envision my future, I don't see it being with a man. I started having these feelings about two years ago, but recently they've grown stronger and stronger. While the vision of my new life excites me and I've told my husband, who's been super supportive, I'm not sure how to tell my family. Any advice and I actually spoke to Tara she had written in before she talked to her husband she said they're gonna stay married for the time being and he's really completely supportive but she's a really private person and isn't really sure if her family needs to know so she's here with us right now and she can tell you a little bit more about her situation
0: Hi, Tara. Hey. Hi, Chelsea. How are I'm you? I'm great. Do you know Lily? Lily? Tara? Hi, Lily. Nice to meet you. How's it going? <laughs>
4: what an awesome question. What a really awesome question.
8: Yeah, it's good timing, too, yeah. because
0: of my special guest.
4: Yes.
8: Oh, perfect. Yes. Hi. Hi. I apologize. I'm not familiar with who you are, so.
4: Don't apologize at all. Chelsea okay. and I have very different demographics. <laughs> yes, don't
0: worry. I'm sure her audience has no idea who the fuck I am, so no worries. <laughs> Yeah,
8: so my situation, I guess everything's been actually pretty great with my husband, but yeah, I'm a very private person. I don't, I don't Instagram, I don't Twitter, I don't anything. I Google myself to make sure that I can't find information on myself. And I have like a big half Italian family, half Irish family, and it's navigating, telling them, because my husband and I've been together for so long, and that's all that they know. And I just don't want to have to explain myself. It's the the questions, the why, when did you, mm. this, that? like I really don't feel it's any of other fucking business. And like it is what it is, but there's gonna be family events coming up, and it's just figuring out kind of how to bob and weave through that.
0: Right. Well, I I'll let you go okay. first because yeah, you have yeah, yeah. some
8: experience. So
4: my background is that at the tender age of thirty, so I relate to you. At the age of thirty, I came out <laughs> as bi. So okay. don't don't at all feel like you're alone. There's a whole bunch of us older folk who are like we're figuring things out, and it's a lifelong journey, and that's okay. But you know what? I completely agree with the sentiment of it is no one's business, and you don't need to explain yourself. And I think the most beautiful thing that people can decide is that they don't need to come out because they actually don't need to explain to anybody who they are. And I, I'm i so emotional hearing your story because one of the only reasons I came out was because I was in the public eye and I had a big mm-hmm. fear that someone else would say it before I would and I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But I remember thinking, why do I need to tell like this extended group of friends or this extended group of aunts and uncles? Why do they need to explain who I am? It's not like people come out as straight. It's not like people be like, yeah. I have to tell you something. <gasps> I actually am straight. Like That doesn't happen, right? Yeah. And so... I think this. I think you're a full-fledged adult. You have your Mm -hmm. own life. You are figuring out who you are, and that's never going to end. That's going to keep happening. You Mm -hmm. don't really need to explain anything to anyone. And I love the fact that your husband is being supportive. I think that is wonderful. But I think you don't really need to have a list of people to say, I need to tell all these people and explain, and you don't need to answer those questions. I think all you need to do is make a choice and set boundaries. And this is me straight up quoting my therapist which is just when people ask you those questions, which they will, how did you know? But what about this? But what about your sex life? Hey, this is just where I'm at. And I don't really need to explain. Like, let's let's instead go have a drink. Let's instead hang out. I don't need to go through this entire process of uprooting my past now to explain to you who I am. You just need to love who you are. If you accept who you are, that's all that matters. Truly.
8: Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. And there's just such a rhetoric now around people just micromanaging their sexuality of they're this and they're that and I'm like I'm just like you're just you yeah Yeah, I don't and it's
4: also like when you're I think and I I feel so much for teens when they're coming because I'm like I think they still need the support of their parents and they still need to be taken after and and when you're younger but when you're an adult it's kind of like if you want to celebrate who I am great if you don't I have a fully functioning life already and I'm doing my own Mm -hmm. thing and I'm going to be great either way. So that's kind of the silver lining I discovered of coming out later in life, where I didn't need to be scared that I was going to get kicked out. I didn't need to be scared that I was going to get disowned. It was like, I already have an entire universe of my own. And so you can be part of it and we can party and go to Pride (laughs) together and listen to Lady Gaga bops and be dope. Or you can be over there and I'll be doing that by myself over here.
8: Yes, very true. Very true.
0: I love that you're talking about being a lesbian and you're wearing a shirt that says hey pussy. It's a it's a, it's a pussy perfect cat. combination. It's oh, amazing. Oh, it's
8: Sophia Paterno, oh. my inner golden
0: girl. <laughs> pussy cat. Everyone has an inner golden girl, right? Yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> who's your who's your inner golden girl?
4: Well, I'm not going to know any of the names of them because I'm too young uh-huh. and oh, right. you guys are acting really old
0: right now. Sorry, sorry. Be but- B- Arthur's mine. Be Arthur Dorothy is mine. Oh, there's,
4: there's one that like drinks a lot, right?
0: Rue McClanahan. Okay, I think that's me. I forget yeah. what her name was. What was yeah. her name, Tara? Dorothy Blanche. Blanche. Yeah. Blanche Devereaux. Blanche. <laughs> you don't drink a lot.
4: <laughs> kind of. Not really. But, you know,
0: I and enjoy Rose it.
4: Betty White
0: is the airhead. She's the dipsy doodle of the bunch. Yeah, I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. like her.
8: I have. That's my grandma.
0: Anyway, back to you, Tara. First of all, I think you should have a lot of gratitude for the fact that you are with a man Uh that is as as understanding as he is. And he's cool with that. He understands that everything's good, right?
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's we're still living together. We're staying married. It's just because logistically we've been together so long. It will probably just be a nightmare. We're really fortunate, too. We have a friend who very close mutual friend who's a divorce attorney. So when it does have to happen, we can have her mediate through things and yeah he's just he's i mean I'm sure it's confusing and hurtful. It hurts him because we've been together pretty much since we were kids, so it's kind of all he knows. it's somewhat all of I know besides you know little small breaks here and there, but yeah, he's just, he's really been awesome. He's my best friend. He's one of the people I've known in my life the longest that I'm not related to. So.
0: Yeah. And it seems to me like that really is the only person that you owe any explanation right. to is the person that you are living with or married to or in a relationship with. I agree with Lily, but I mean, I think what you're saying is that you don't want to even come out to your family, right?
8: Um, No, it's not. I mean, it's kind of along the lines of what Lily said. I don't feel I owe anyone an explanation and when the time comes and when I see them, like my grandma was 92 and she's fucking sharp as a button. But is she really going to understand like, oh, wow, how do you 25 years into a relationship just decide? Mm-hmm. The rule of
4: thumb is to always lie to the grandparents.
8: That's <laughs> oh, the no, rule okay. of thumb.
4: You be honest to everyone else. You always lie to the grandparents. You're like, I'm not going to be the person that gives you the heart attack. Like straight, I have lied to all the grandparents <laughs> that I right. feel is like just common. Like I feel like that's fine.
8: I would send her pictures of my dogs and she'd be like, don't send me pictures of your fucking dogs, have kids and send me pictures <laughs> yeah. of your kids. And I'm See, all
4: lie about that too. Just okay. send random kids.
8: Yeah, I'm so telling you, you. Get, get, a a to grandparents. get a
0: cabbage patch baby and send her a picture of that 100%. and just say, I just got this. Yeah.
8: It might be acceptable, actually.
0: Yeah. I would say I couldn't agree more. I don't understand why gay people have to come out. You don't have to come out. It's like straight people don't have to declare that they're, they're straightness. Yeah. And I think you've made up your mind. It sounds like you understand what's going on. And that is just the first step in a series of steps that you're going to be taking. You've made mm-hmm. the big first one. I totally agree about not coming out to your family. It's not their business. This is your life. And this is your show. You know, you have to make yourself happy. Make yourself, Dear Tara. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. dear Tara. You have to make yourself Tara. happy and Tara. You- Frank. Tara. So I'm an Indian. I, have, it, I knew it. Was,
4: I'm saying it
8: to Indian. It's my fault. I said it to Indian. I'm from New York, and my mom just says ta, and people are all <laughs>
0: Indian saying. people say Tara,
4: and I knew I was going to make that mistake
8: at some point. And when I'm around I, I, Indian people, yeah, I say
0: Tara too. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So it's very confusing for all three and of then us. The last thing
4: I'll say, and I, yeah. know, I know we have to move, on, but the last thing I really want to say, just from my heart, is after listening to you and Chelsea speak, Chelsea mentioned gratitude, and I do want to just insert a little unicorness and say. I know this is super hard and super difficult and probably really stressful, but there's Mm something really awesome about saying I spent so many years with this person who is awesome and now I get to explore a different part of myself and do the best of both worlds and live all parts of myself, which a lot of people don't get to do. So I think that's a really cool silver lining of you just like living your truth.
8: I have a very close friend who I've known longer than my husband. And I went and stayed with him. And he had said, just because the relationship is over doesn't mean it was bad. He said, mm-hmm. You guys had such great time, to- you know, great times together. Think of the things that you did, the things you drew together, and those things that just helped develop your character. He said, It doesn't make make it bad.
0: And I was like, <laughs>
8: You're right. <Yeah. laughs> And it was so true, like very invested.
0: Yeah, that's right. And hold on to that because you're having an awakening of what you desire. Mm -hmm. And that is also Mm -hmm. worth celebrating to be in touch enough with your emotions to do something about it and to be in touch with your feelings. So many people are not able to do that.
4: They'll go their whole life and never do
8: that. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah.
8: The only thing I'd really do cruise on is Reddit and I'll cruise on the like late bloomer lesbian forums. and uh,
0: <laughs> Late bloomer lesbian. Oh. <laughs> By the way, there's a, there's a mass exodus of women <laughs> leaving heterosexuality to be late bloomer lesbians.
8: You, late bloomer, they're like, so I'm 27 and I'm all, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. And they're like, I'm 22. I'm all, I didn't know what late was then, but okay. And there are some people there who I just feel for because they straight up will say, I'm never going to come out. I just, am going to live this life inside this body. And I, I couldn't like, it, I, there's, it wasn't like, I was going to wait for your guys, your email and be like, well, can't come out to my husband yet. Chelsea hasn't told me what to do. Like it, <laughs> ate, at my- <laughs> like it ate literally ate at my inside. Yeah, and I just, yeah. I didn't tell anyone before I told him. And he even said, he said, who have you told? And I said, I literally haven't told anyone. That's probably why I had, it bottled up so much inside of
4: me. It eats inside of you for sure. Totally sending you all the love and light. Yeah, yeah. All I'm proud of you we're, already. We're so proud of you. You're going to have a Thank great you, time. Though.
0: Keep us supposed to check back in with the podcast, okay? Yeah.
4: I know we just met, Absolutely. but you're my hero. <laughs>
0: okay. Thanks. Same. <laughs> what a connection, you guys. Yes. Bye. I Bye, Tara. She's so cute, right? I think it was Tara. No, I changed it. Uh, okay. I, I was hopping on your bandwagon, <laughs> okay. okay? Tara. Don't throw me under the bus. Tara. Tara.
3: We've got some waters coming in right now. So. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Where did you find, find them? He really scrounged them up. He Finally. Them. If you guys don't edit
4: this part of the podcast, basically Chelsea has me in a dungeon chained up and she I said, had, I, had I get no water. They were like, she said, I got no water. She said, water. can I get
0: some water? And they're like, we can, we'll work on that.
4: They're like, here's a microphone.
0: Get to work. Start we'll talking. We'll work on the water. It's like, is there a well around? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we're going to need to work on the water because California is going to have none mm-hmm. in about
3: 30 days. Yeah. Okay, anyway, on to the next caller. What else we got, Catherine?
0: On
6: to
3: the next. Our next caller is Jessica. Okay. She is on the phone with us as well. Jessica says, Dear Chelsea, I'm having a hard time rebuilding trust in my relationship after my boyfriend proposed to me. I said no, and then he broke up with me a week later. We got back together just a couple of days after, but now I feel like I can't trust what he says and his feelings toward me. I don't know what to make of anything and could really use some advice. 24 and genetically predisposed to divorce, Jessica.
0: Okay. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Hi, How are you guys? Uh, We're good. How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, except for what's going on. Yeah,
9: right. Yeah, there's that.
0: (laughs) Okay. So what happened? So your boyfriend proposed to you after how many years together? We've been together about two years and we've known each
9: other for close to 10. So it's been a while. We're both in our like mid 20s. So it didn't really seem like the perfect time. We also didn't even like live together or anything. So it's kind of waiting on that. And then he totally obviously threw me for a loop when he broke up with me a little while later. So
0: okay, but back up a little. So he proposed to you and you said no on the spot. Like, how did you tell him that? How did you turn him down?
9: Yeah, it was pretty on the spot. Had you ever discussed
4: getting married prior to this point?
9: Yeah, we've talked about like getting married and stuff like that a lot, but mostly in like a hypothetical, long ways away
0: type. Like when we move to Mars,
4: we'll get married. Got it?
0: Right, exactly. So that's gonna happen sooner than you think, Lily. So (laughs) be careful. (laughs) And he didn't have
9: a ring either, so I'm like, he proposed without a ring. Yeah, it was kind of like a heat of the moment like
0: passion type of thing. So, yeah. And but now you guys are back together. Yeah, and we've been
9: together. So But wait,
0: so you said no. Well, how did you say it? What did you say? You're like this isn't right or
9: Yeah, I mean, I was just basically like no, like let's think about this a little bit Sorry. more. Like well, yeah, before like moving forward with that, but Now, I don't really know how to trust what he says he feels about me.
0: Wait, so you said no. Then he broke up with you and said what? What was the reason for breaking up with you? Because you didn't want to marry him? Well, no, it actually didn't really have anything
9: to do with that. We were both (laughs) like...
0: (laughs) Did somebody have a piece of paper and a pen?
6: (laughs) I know, I
9: know. It's so convoluted. But um, we had both just quit smoking at the time, so emotions were high and coping skills were very low and we kind of kept bickering so it kind of led to this like explosive moment of like I just can't do this anymore and then we took a couple days to cool off and he was like yeah I think that we just need to talk things through and work this out
0: okay
4: so was it a breakup or was it was it a let's take some time
9: It was at the time it was a breakup, which turned into was it a we were on a
4: break or was it (laughs) was it Ross or was it not?
9: (laughs) Well, he he said, you know, like, this is it. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore, only to call me in like a few days. What a mistake. You know, I want to work this out. Okay. well, so then why do
0: you feel like you can't trust him?
9: Because considering like how he's giving me like all of the runarounds in the book, like, I'm going to be with you forever, I love you so much, all of this, telling me everything I want to hear, and at the same time, not being able to communicate, shutting down, breaking up with me, what am I supposed to make of that?
0: Right. I think you guys are I think you guys have been together for a long time and you're probably just you're just going through a little bit of a rough patch. It sounds like you have a pretty good thing going with him and that your communication just needs to be a little bit maybe aided by a third party, like a therapist. I mean, have you considered that going to therapy together? Yeah, we
9: both go to therapy individually, but that's like totally something that I feel like would be really beneficial. Yeah. I mean, you've been
0: together for over 10 years, right? All together. We've known each other for 10
9: years.
4: Couples therapy is really, really good, especially if you pick the therapist and then you pay them on the side so they agree with everything you say. Yeah, you that's, have a side conversation with them really from the, the, the get-go, go,
0: right? hundred uh, uh, percent. It's always about winning over the therapist. Sure, yeah, of course. Side. But it's better to make them know <laughs> re- going in, since yes. he's not on this call, right. going in like, this is my objective. Yep. I want to stay together. Yep. And right. listen, every couple has to grow. You know what I mean? And there's always going to be friction. If there's not friction, there's not growth. So you can trust him. You're creating a narrative. I think maybe you're reacting to something else or you're feeling a little unsafe. You know, he loves you. He wanted to marry you. You quit smoking together. You said no to getting married and you guys quit smoking together. That shows me that you made two really responsible decisions. Mm-hmm. Knowing that mm-hmm. you're too young to get married is great. Not acting in the heat of the moment is great. And quitting smoking is great. I mean, you're smart. You've got your shit together. You guys just need a little bit of help to I, stay together.
4: I also think there's a little bit of... As someone who was not there, let me now share my opinion about what happened. I think he had to have been a little bit hurt by getting the no. And that was probably the reason for the bickering. So you saying that like, oh, it had nothing to do with that, maybe from your end. But I can imagine from his end, he probably felt some type of way about that. And that probably led to him bickering a little bit and being like, I need some time. He got rejected, right?
0: That's natural. Yeah, And men don't like that. They don't like that at all. Is he white? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. They really don't, they like, don't that. like that at all. Yeah. So yes, so you have to be a little bit empathetic to that because you love him, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I feel like we can, you know, make things work. For of course sure. you can. You can make anything that you want to work work, especially if there's a willing party. So. And
4: I think another important thing is like, does he bring out the best in you? Does he make you happy?
9: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, we, should have, we should have asked that first, actually. I just, yeah, does.
4: yeah, right. Does he make you happy and do you feel safe and do you feel the best version of yourself?
9: Yeah, I feel like we both bring that out of each other. So I feel like we have a really, like... Great, perfect. Yeah, strong foundation and everything going
0: yeah, I think you're going to be fine, Jessica. You sound like you just need a reminder that you're in a relationship with the right person. You guys have a good thing going, and you just went through a little rough patch. What Lily said is absolutely astute, and I'm sure accurate, that he was feeling rejected and then had to reject you. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of white men feel like they have to do. That's what a lot of people feel like they have to do.
4: Look at me using my psych degree. Oh, my God. I know. First see, time I mean, ever. She <laughs> went to, we just found <laughs> out she
0: had a psychology degree. Yeah. So, That's I mean, right. awesome. yeah. So it's, it's going to really be smart. called Dear Lily from now on, yeah. and I'm just going to be in the other room with Catherine.
4: i'll tell you right now when brown people call the questions are gonna be a lot different okay <laughs> your answers are gonna scare them
0: <laughs> uh, anyway keep us posted and let us know but get a therapist okay yes. yeah for sure okay Thanks so much bye jessica uh, so, thank you guys Take care. Bye. <laughs> Another problem solved. 100 this boys, is, Yeah, crushing it. You're crushing well, it. Thank you. I mean, you didn't think you needed your psych degree, but look at it. Flourishing I know. before our eyes. It always catches me by surprise. Catherine, how did you feel about that?
3: I felt great. I got married very young. I was 23 when... Brad, the editor here, and I got married, and we really went through like two years of marriage counseling early in our marriage, and it taught us so much. It taught us how to argue. It taught us how to get along. It taught us good ground rules, and really, I I think it set our marriage up, even though we didn't do premarital counseling, having that so early in our relationship like totally solidified where we are now. We just celebrated our 16th anniversary. Wow. Of 13th of marriage, 16th of together. So. Oh,
0: look at him knowing the ins oh and outs and intricacies of the dating versus the marriage. I think
4: that enough. I think people always associate couples counseling or therapy with like they're falling apart, so they need but no, it's like Therapy is just good in general, mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. matter what phase your relationship is in.
0: It's setting yeah. yourself up for success. 100%. Because when you make an investment and you put in the time and effort, mm-hmm. it's like meditation or right, exactly. exercise. It's like- right, Vitamin C. Yeah. I got to get that D, girl. Oh, did you say C? I said C, oh, but- Sorry. I thought, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. So you're setting yourself up for success. You're making the best investment into yourself. So that's that's great advice, Catherine, also. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know that premarital counseling, that has a religious undertone to me, but you could also do that without having it have a religious undertone because you know how I feel about religion.
3: (laughs) Anyway, so what do we have going on now? All right. We have a very Canadian email next, (laughs) and it is a little long, but worth it. That's how we roll. She says, Dear Chelsea, seven years ago, I met a man who was 23 years older than me. We hit it off right away and quickly became, barf to this term, but friends with benefits. We lived in different provinces, we're Canadian, and even though we met in Ontario, where I'm from, our relationship grew when I moved to Nova Scotia. Fast forward, and we have been on and off for seven years. My family does not approve at all because of the age gap, but now I love him more than I could ever imagine loving a man. We never yell or fight with each other, we're so supportive of each other, we have healthy social lives outside of one another, and most importantly, we make each other so happy. In 2018, he broke up with me and I was devastated. Come to find out, the reason he broke up with me was because he knew that the reason my sister had cut me out of her life was because of my relationship with him. We secretly got back together at the end of 2019, then COVID hit. The Atlantic bubble made it impossible for us to see each other, so after 16 months apart, we finally got to see each other again. Just as we expected, we love each other more than ever, and now I'm faced with the reality that if my relationship can move any further, I have to talk to my family. I'm sorry this was so long. I'm also Canadian, though, so I have a hard time not apologizing in general. How can I be with the man I love and stop my family from disowning me once again? Thank you in advance, eh? Anonymous Canadian. Wow, that's a doozy.
0: Hmm. I feel like... We need the whole story about why her family is so against him. Well, the
4: age thing. But but I need the story of, like, how old is she?
0: Just so I make sure my
4: advice is legal.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, right, right, Right? exactly. Well, she's... They probably started carrying on before she was... When she was a little bit younger. But this is complete speculation.
4: Yeah, it could be that she was 25.
0: Mm -hmm. It could be. But I would say, regardless... If it stood the test of time, this relationship has taken, what, it's been over the course of four or five years? Yes, yeah, seven. Seven years. Yeah. Seven oh, wow. years yeah. is a long time. That's
4: no, that's no fling.
0: No. Yeah. And you've broken up, and the fact that he broke up with you because your family wasn't speaking to you is, I like that. that that's something good. That's That's really, really sweet and sad at the same time. And sad. But I mean, I know we're not getting the full picture about why your family doesn't like him. Obviously, the age difference would freak them out. But at a certain point, I think it would be beneficial for you to sit down with your family and possibly with him. So you guys can have an open, honest conversation about how you feel about him and that you have broken up and that you guys always find your way back to each other. And while the age difference may make them uncomfortable, this is your life. This makes you happy. And there's no reason for your family to cut you off because of your choices in a partner for 20, 23 years. Yeah, that's a big age difference. But that's your choice. You're an adult. I'm assuming you're legal.
4: I feel like. (laughs) <laughs> this whole thing is just me quoting my therapist. I'm so sorry. I'll give you a credit. I'll pay you extra next time. But I think there's certain rules. I'm her there's... therapist, by okay. the way. Okay, amazing. I think there's certain rules. What are the family rules and what are the anonymous Canadian rules? Mm. You know, I think this is very really similar to when people disown their kids for dating someone of, of the same sex. Whether well, the person's older, the person doesn't have the career. There's so many reasons why families decide, I don't approve of that person, and so now I'm going to cut you off. You need to decide which of those rules you abide by and which you don't. If the person doesn't treat you well and your family cut you off, I can understand that. If the person cheated on you and wasn't faithful to you, I could understand that. But you're here telling us that the person treats you amazing, makes you happy, understands you. Those are all rules that you should abide by, and I think that's where you have to decide, like, no. The rule is that if I'm being treated right, I will be with this person, make every effort to make your family understand, But you don't have to abide by the rules your family has about what they accept about the person, right? There's a distinction there. And I'm also going to say family therapy as well. (laughs) Family therapy (laughs) goes a long way with getting people on the same page. But I have a feeling that if you broke up with this person for your family, it would eat you inside for a long time because you're not spending the rest of your life living with your sister. You spend the rest of your life living with a partner, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a big difference there.
0: Mm -hmm. And as long as there's not like any abuse going on Mm -hmm. or any like drug use going on that is making your family feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. If those are issues that are present in the relationship, then you have to be accountable for that Mm -hmm. and respect the fact that your family is worried about you in that way. But if those aren't issues, then yeah, people waste so much time in life holding grudges or being angry at their own family members. And it's just such a waste of time. I mean, we're fucking here once, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what you believe in. I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, maybe you think you're coming back, but not as the same person. Mm -hmm. So you got to make it count, and you've got to exhaust all efforts. But I agree, love can be stronger than family sometimes. Yep. And so we're saying that you should try to make it work with your family while you're with the guy. And if they can't handle that, then, you know, that is their loss.
4: Again, going back to if he treats you right and if there's no, no other factors there. But I think, yeah, it's not right for any family to say, oh, this makes my sister really happy, but I'm going to have a problem with it. That's something your sister needs to figure out needs to work on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swing out, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so keep us posted anonymous. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know a
4: Canadian. A. Hey, I I yeah. love that you said provinces. Woo, woo, woo. Nova Scotia.
0: <laughs> I love provinces.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud that you knew there were provinces. The majority of people I speak to here have no idea about anything. You know that America. I'm half
0: Canadian. I, oh, I'm announcing my Canadian tour dates. Hey. We just added second shows to Toronto, Vancouver, Seattle, and Winnipeg. Because my Canadians love me and I love my Canadians. I am coming to two shows in Denver. First show sold out, second show. I believe there are tickets available. Chicago is sold out. And there are tickets available for Columbus, Ohio on Saturday night. So get your tickets for that, everybody, for your vaccinated and horny tour. So those are all on sale. So get your tickets, people. I'm coming all over Canada during ski season. All my season. aunties
4: and uncles, go to Chelsea's, go to Chelsea's <laughs> tour. They'll
0: be, they'll be like, oh my God, is this who corrupted Lily? She went to America and look, <laughs> now she's got a girlfriend. Oh shit. Anyway, thank you for writing in. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a quick ad break get because I, yeah, yeah, I got to get that. We got to pay for that sample gotta I did that, earlier. Got to get that. Oh yeah, yeah we got to pay for that. Okay, okay. We're going to do an ad for something like BetterHelp. needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st.
5: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year
3: So, Chelsea, one thing I wanted to say is I think we can actually give people advice on how to ask for advice from you. Oh, right, right.
0: Because, well, we get lots of submissions, but we want you guys to be more
3: specific in your submissions, right? Yes, and especially in your subject line, these are kind of the guidelines for how, the best way to get your email chosen for the show. Oh,
0: this is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you tell us then yeah. because you're reading the submissions and you do a lot of this work. So let's give everybody the tools they need. If you're thinking about writing into the show, if you have a problem, this is how you're going to get our attention.
3: Yeah. So here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a really specific subject line. So rather than just saying advice from Chelsea, tell me what you're advice that you need is about. Also being really specific in your email, tell us the situation briefly, but then tell us the question you'd actually like to have answered. So my boyfriend is no good in bed. How can we fix that? Is very different than my boyfriend is no good in bed. Should I leave him? So what's your real question? Make sure to include that toward the end. So which one did you prefer out of that? My boyfriend (laughs) is good in bed. Should I leave him? I mean, I think it depends on the boyfriend. Well, (laughs) but I mean, for our
0: callers, because I'm confused, which one is the better one?
3: Uh, I think they're both valid. It's just, does she want to leave him or does she want to stick with them uh, right, their, right 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 bedroom
0: situation yeah subject lines should also be specific about what the advice is you're seeking not advice from me obviously you're seeking advice from me if you're writing in right so if it's about an affair write affair if it's about cheating write cheating if it's about family drama write that right, right. is exactly. that helpful to kind of yeah
3: Exactly. Light and fun is great. You don't have to be funny, but we really strive for authenticity. So if it's a light question and it's authentic to you, great. If it's something heavy and it's authentic, that's great. too. Yeah,
0: we will take light questions. I yeah. mean, I'm all for that, too. So it just seems like we take a lot of heavy ones. But I'm happy to talk about light problems, too, because that's a nice way to keep things light sometimes. Yeah, And we can
3: actually really help. Also, yeah,
0: yeah actually. Also, make sure that you actually have a question.
3: Yeah, sometimes some emails are just a place to vent, and this might not be the perfect place for that, but yeah.
0: Sounds like you got some beef with some of
3: our writers, (laughs) uh, some of our listeners, Catherine. I did get an email that was probably 30 pages long if I... Oh, (laughs) no. printed it out. So that one is not one we will be having time to read on the show, unfortunately. Yeah, so I would just say, to that end, keep it relatively short, a paragraph or two, give us a taste of it, and if we want to know more, we'll reach out and we can have you on the show. You can also send a voice memo to Project at gmail.com. As long as it's about 30 seconds or less, that gives us a really nice amount of content to work with. And we might even play it on the show.
0: Yeah, we love playing voice memos on the show. Mm.
3: So that's how you can get picked.
0: We have some topics that we are looking to cover this season. We need more questions about or from non-binary people. We need to have more conversations about non-binary relationships with your families, with sexual partners, your experiences as non-binary people. I want to know more and I want to talk more and educate our audience more. So we want to talk more about open relationships. We always are looking for couples in open relationships or one partner in an open relationship who wants to discuss it is also great for us. We want to understand that And I want to discuss it. Terrible bosses is something that I am very familiar with because I am one. But if you have experience with terrible bosses or you are a terrible boss or you have one, please also call in. Things that your kids are doing to drive you nuts. So I can tell you, I told you so. I won't tell you that.
3: Yeah. I mean, we really take questions, advice that you need on just about any topic. It can be baking questions. um, Oh, baking. Baking questions. Yeah, bring those my way. (laughs) I want to see how that goes. I personally am a terrible baker, so I don't know how much help I'm going to be on that. But you know what? We have have friends coming to help and give us advice.
0: Yeah. And pets. We're always open to talking about pets. Yes. That's important. Breast implant illness. That's a big topic. And we want more people to talk about it and call in about that because we want to talk about that. And parenting. Yes. We have specialists coming on to talk about parenting. So if you have a pressing parenting question or if you've been struggling with something as a parent, this is the place to come.
3: And that might be a great place for a couple to come together and say, hey, we're disagreeing on this specific choice to make as regards one of our children. So, you know, call in. Write in. Don't be shy. Write in to Project at gmail.com.
0: Well, this was a delightful episode, Lily Singh. Are you, you
3: say that to all of your guests.
0: We have a good time every time we do 100%. something together. I do really
4: enjoy I really doesn't matter what, how busy I was, I was going to do this because I love being with you. Uh,
0: oh, I love you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate spending your time with us. And I appreciate your sound advice to everybody. I, I try. I try my best. But who else is tapping into your psychology degree besides this podcast? I mean- Are you giving out a lot of advice to people? Because you're not bad at it. Thanks.
4: I think I help all my friends here and there, but honestly, mostly myself. I have a good way of working through my problems in my brain.
0: Well, I think you should just take that degree and sign it right over to me because I've been wanting a degree for some time and I'm acting like I have one. So the best degree is life experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, put that on a shirt. That was really good. Don't don't put that <laughs> on okay. a shirt. People say that all the time. Oh,
4: really? Frank. Yeah, Yeah. So
0: it's not original, Lily. Okay. That sounds something like that sounds like something a Canadian would say.
4: Okay, well, here's the thing. Am I allowed to ask you some advice?
0: Uh yeah. Because yeah. okay, here's, yeah, the, yeah.
4: here's the thing. I had a birthday recently. You know this. Okay. And I, I want this Happy advice. Happy birthday, Thank Lily. You. Thank you so much. I want this advice specifically from you because when I think of Chelsea, I think of someone who's just so unapologetic, doesn't care about the rules, paves her own path. And does what serves her best. I try to be like that, but every once in a while I have to think, "What would Chelsea do?" So I turned thirty-three, which I'm going to obviously say I feel so old. You're going to be like, "Shut the f up," because you're you're probably older. Yeah,
0: you're giving me no. I'm not. I'm not Lily. I'm thirty-one. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Why are you laughing, Catherine? What's funny? (laughs) Is something funny? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Go go on, Lily. In
4: this industry, I know. I I always preach, AJ, nothing but a number. You can do whatever you want, but in this industry, I can't help but feel oh, crap, my career is going to be over. I'm now the old woman of color in this industry trying to make it. Like, I read scripts now and they have a story about an old woman and she's 28 in the script. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, how do I get over this? How how do I not care about this? I really want to not care about it, but how do I not care about this age thing as a woman in this industry?
0: First of all, I think I started my first TV show, or Chelsea, lately when I was 33. 32.
4: So the age I am.
0: The age you're at okay. is when I hit my big, everyone knew about me. So that was when I started. So first of all, you're a person of color. You're fine. People are going to be catering to you for a long time. Finally. If, the tides I, have turned. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so just know that you have an advantage fucking finally. Mm-hmm. And we all are going through an evolution. We are all doing things in our own time. The only, you know, that kind of talk to yourself, every time you have that thought to yourself, you have to flip it and you have to go, oh, my God, what am I going to do next? It's just what you were talking about earlier, about how you get into a job and you think that you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life, whether it's late night, whether it's your YouTube, whatever it is. It's like you have a thirst for knowledge. You have a thirst for, you know, entertainment. You're never going to do anything else. This is where you belong. And I always tell myself that. It's like, what am I going to go do? Be an attorney? I mean, this is what you do. And there's nothing wrong with aging. Aging is is an attraction for so many people. You know, you're a role model. Like, I'm 46. Listen, I've never looked better than I do now. I've never been happier than I am now. And that's 13 years away from where you are. Damn. So don't even fucking worry about age. And you know what? I know it's easier said than done. But every time you think about that, you just have to think, I'm just getting started. You see,
4: that's that Chelsea energy I needed. I'm going to bottle that up right here and take it home with me. Put it
0: in a special spot. That's right. Amen, sister. Thank you. Thank you for listening, you guys. I'm really excited to see everybody on tour, and we will be back next week with more shenanigans, I guess. Also, I just
4: wanted to a subtle plug. I hosted one of Chelsea's tours, and she's amazing on tour. If you've never seen her, you should definitely see her. She's amazing.